This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast, and there may be someone out there that may be considering starting a podcast of their own, or they probably already started a podcast, and they're just trying to see some of the steps they can take to make their podcast even better. Well, I encourage you to check out the SOTS seminar that will be coming up. Uh, This seminar will be designed to help individuals that are starting a podcast or have already started a podcast, giving them the information and tools that they need in order to help their podcast grow. So take part in the SOTS podcast seminar. For more information, email the State of the Saints podcast at stateofthesaints at gmail.com. That's stateofthesaints at gmail.com. I talk to OBJ uh, probably every week. You know, I check in with him, you know, keep uh, keep in touch with him. And, um, you know, G, uh, OBJ, he's a, uh, you know, he's a vet in this league too. He understands, you know, teams and team, the way teams are built up too. And um, I'm sure like, you know, when he looks at our team, I'm sure he can see himself fitting in our team. And, you know, he's going on tour now. He's going to, you know, Giants practice facility and the Saints and Tampa and all that stuff, which you should, you know, um, you should go around and see the league and like, you know, get the love. Like he's, he's, he on, he's still on Super Bowl tour. You know, he's, you know, he's uh, done just about everything in this league. Like you want to go around and you want to get the love. But just me personally, I like the, I like just the way I like to think. Like I think when it's time to, you know, start, you know, chopping the block. And I think when it's time to like get down to business, like we already know where he's going to be at. We know. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. And thank you so much for allowing the State of the Saints podcast to be a part of your listening or viewing pleasure. We really do appreciate it. On this edition, we're going to be talking about wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. And uh, for those that just, probably seen uh that interview uh buffalo bills linebacker von miller uh was asked about odell beckham and because you know von miller is a linebacker well respected in the league 
And of course, he was a part of that Super Bowl championship Rams team last season. And Odell Beckham was on the team. And he has been working really, really hard uh, to lobby uh, for Odell Beckham Jr. coming to the Buffalo Bills, already adding to a high-powered offense. But as you see that he mentioned a couple of teams that Odell Beckham might be visiting, we already know he visited the Giants. He said that they were going, he was going to visit the Bucks, And, of course, he brought up the New Orleans Saints. So that is the topic of conversation on this show. The question, will Odell Beckham Jr. sign with the New Orleans Saints? That's a good question, right? I mean, you look around the New Orleans Saints organization, uh, we've had better days. Uh, <laughs> upon the making of this this podcast we've had better days uh the saints as of right now one and three the offense uh looks like hot garbage for the most part and odell beckham who was one of those guys who we thought for a while was going to end up being with the saints when the saints was having some offensive struggles last year but of course we know he signed with the rams and that ended up being the best thing possible because he ended up winning the super bowl in the process Look, I ain't got nothing against Odell Beckham Jr. Um, me personally, uh, I think that he more hype than than anything. To be honest, I think he's talented, but I think he's way more overhyped than he ever showed anything on the field. Yeah, you know, before the game, he has like the pregame catches, and he can catch the ball behind his back and catch the ball behind his neck, and he can, you know, look at you and catch the ball and all that kind of stuff. There, all that circus Olay type stuff. But for the most part, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. to me uh, has been living off that one-hand snag that he had his rookie season most of his entire career. And not to mention, he played for a team that was a big media market with the New York football giants. Now, do I think the New Orleans Saints need Odell Beckham Jr.? Do I think the New Orleans Saints need Odell Beckham Jr.? Hell no. The Saints don't need Odell Beckham Jr. They don't, okay? And and this whole, he about to do a whole tour type thing, man, like, miss me with that, okay? It's rather you going to sign with the New Orleans Saints or you're not. That's, that's just the way that I, I, I look at it. Like, people up here, like, going crazy. Oh, my God, the thought of Odell Beckham Jr. Like, Looking at this wide receiver court right now, based on like how they are, I wouldn't trade any one of those guys for Odell Beckham Jr. That includes the guys that are the fourth, fifth, and sixth best option. Chris Olave, in my opinion, as of right now, is a better option than Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry, throughout his entire NFL career, has been a better option than Odell Beckham Jr. And honestly, what would you trade injury for injury? Michael Thomas at this particular time is better than Odell Beckham Jr. So why in the world would you go out here and sign Odell Beckham Jr.? Simply, you would just be signing him because he's from New Orleans and he wants to play for a team that, you know, that he grew up watching. I'm not really that impressed. You know, like, honestly, I like Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's extremely talented. But to me, what has he really done? What has he really done for the last three to four years of his career besides get hurt and been living off that one-hand snag? Somebody please tell me. 
And, and, and basically, people been like, man, well, you know, he was with the Browns, and we see what Baker Mayfield doing with, with the Carolina Panthers. It was Baker Mayfield's fault. Look, regardless, okay, all I know is Michael Thomas had Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, and now Andy Dalton. And his production never wavered, okay? So if you are that guy, if you are that dude, regardless to who your quarterback is, you'll be able to rise above the situation. Like a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. He had TJ Yates. He had Brock Osweiler. He had all them scrubs in Houston. But yet he still performed at a high level. And he performed at an even higher level when he got an even better quarterback. That, to me, is what a true number one dominant wide receiver is all about rising above your situation so for all those people out there that want odell beckham jr that's been saying that oh man the saints need to sign odell that would be good look the saints do not need odell beckham jr odell beckham jr is not needed with the new orleans saints because the saints have the pieces to be successful the saints have the pieces at wide receiver to be a dominant offense it's just the trash that they've been calling on the sidelines from p carmichael like, honestly, that's what this is all about. This is about the trash that P. Carmichael is calling, the conservative play calling, okay? that That's what this is about, the vanilla Baskin-Robbins offense that this dude is running. I mean, look at Chris Olave. Not only is Chris Olave the best rookie receiver out there right now and the best offensive weapon that's a rookie out there right now, but... And some cap, he's up there with like some of the top receivers in the league. So why in the world would we want to trade something like that for Odell Beckham Jr., who clearly at this particular point is just doing all this for attention? You look around the National Football League, man, you know who need receivers. Look at the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, as of right now, lost uh, Devontae, uh, you know, lost Devontae, and now all of a sudden their offense is looking like trash. That's a team that you may need to be looking at. That's that's a team that you need to be looking at. That is a team that maybe needs your services. Going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they don't need you. They don't need you, man. Buffalo don't need you. This is, to me, a desperate attempt to try to capture a little bit of that attention that he had when he was playing for the Giants. Nobody, honestly, is really checking for Odell Beckham Jr. like that. Well, at least not the Saints. This dude, to me, good receiver, but I think the Saints can do it without him. I mean, may, maybe maybe somebody out there feel like the Saints need him, but I'm looking at the New Orleans Saints organization, and that's the least of their problems is the offense. Shoot, the, the biggest issue is getting the ball to the weapons that they actually have. So why would you want to have Odell Beckham Jr.? Why, why would you want to have him? You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, like I said, Green Bay lost Devontae Adams. They lost him to the to the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a team that that's a contender that will really need your services, not the New Orleans Saints. And if the New Orleans Saints, like, allow this man to, like, come into their facility and they grovel at his feet, like, I probably would look, I probably would look at the New Orleans Saints a little bit more differently than I'm looking at them right now. You don't need them, guys. And Buffalo don't need them. What did Buffalo need him for? They already got Stephon Diggs, right? They already got Gabe out there handling his business. You know, like they, they got, 
know what I'm saying? They got knocks out there. Man, they, they got weapons already. And then they got Singletary out there catching the ball out of the backfield. Man, they, they don't need Odell Beckham Jr. They are killing it. These guys just put up, what, 41 points a couple weeks ago on a very respectable Tennessee Titans team. They don't need no Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham needs to go somewhere where his services are required um, and he can make the most money because now you don't even have to chase championships. You already got a ring. So you already had the prestige because of that one hand catch and playing in New York and making some plays down the line. And now you got a Super Bowl. Now you can go out there and make as much money as you possibly can before you retire. And that probably would be the best idea because for the two consecutive seasons, you tore your ACL. So you might want to go out there and, and sell yourself to the best bidder instead of just making yourself a whole Odell Beckham uh, tour out there, you know, and want teams to grovel at your feet. You might want to look at your circumstance and uh, try to make the best of it. Like as of right now, like if he if the Jets were struggling, why not go to the Jets? Because nobody's going to look at you any differently. You know, go to Lions. You know what I'm saying? Like some team that's out there that like really need well, I don't even say the Lions because the Lions put up a bunch of points. But I'm like one of those teams out there that's struggling, probably not going to make the playoffs. I mean, nobody's going to look at you any differently because you already got a ring and you already solidified yourself in a league as a, as a good receiver. And, you know, so might as well go out there and make some money. That, that's the way I feel about it. But anybody out here talking about Odell Beckham Jr. you need to sign with the Saints, um, that ain't the move, bro. You know? That, that ain't the move. The only thing I would say to you is this. The next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Because you're going to need to call him. Because obviously you need to roll with him. Because obviously, you know, you're a crackhead yourself. But anyway, let's go ahead and read some of these comments. Uh, Shouts out to everybody that's here. Shouts out to Tim. Says, unless he can punt return. Next. Exactly. That's the way I feel. Tim, also, thank you very much for the $10. Says, Timothy J. Jones, I had to give you the government name, brother, from another, Tim. As a Saint fan, we shouldn't even entertain this. Uh, we need team discipline and stable quarterback play, period. Yeah, that's the main thing I'm focusing on. All this other stuff, all this weaponry that people are talking about, loading up for what? Seriously, loading up for what? As of right now, the way the Saints are structured, it's basically like you just basically created your own, you know, semi-automatic weapon. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you custom made it the way that you wanted to. You know, and now and then all of a sudden, like you basically don't have the bullets, you know what I'm saying, to shoot the gun. That's what this is right now. That's what this this feels like as a Saints team. You got all these weapons, right? You 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 customly made this offense the way that you want to, but you don't have the the guy that's out there, you know what I'm saying, that's getting the ball to these playmakers the way that we need to do it. That's where the Saints primary focus needs to be. That's where it needs to be. Now I don't know Odell Beckham Jr., who's just trying to, you know live in the spotlight and trying to get some attention on himself which he's basically done his entire career you know i have like i said i have nothing against odell but man this is a desperate attempt for attention like talking about you know I, well he didn't say this but if you're around here traveling around yeah you know, i'm gonna go to la and watch them i'm gonna watch the saints game the saints versus the buccaneers like dude you're not a five-star athlete in high school anymore. You know, like, you're not a five-star athlete sitting on the sidelines. And, oh, you know what I'm saying? The game might decide where I go. Like, nobody cares, man. Not like that. Not as a Saint fan. You shouldn't care. Maybe some of you do. But I don't because that's the least of the Saints' problem. 
if you're sitting up here talking about the Saints signing Odell Beckham Jr., then you completely missed the mark as a Saints fan and what this team actually needs at this particular point. Uh, TJ, can we finally admit that Jadavion has been living off that hidden cop? Hell yeah. Yes. Yes, we, man, look, I've been saying this. I remember like a couple of years ago when people was out here acting like we was, you know, uh, you know, in desperate need, like a, a person that need $5 for some gas when this dude was, a, you know, possibly, you know, could have been signed with the Saints. Man, we need to get your Davion Clowney. Man, man, I don't know about Trey Hendrickson, man. Man, Trey Hendrickson, he never did nothing. He never did nothing but be hurt. Now look at Trey Hendrickson out there in Cincinnati. Look what he did the year before he left the New Orleans Saints and look at Jadavion Clowney. I honestly forgot that this dude was actually in the league. Like, where is he right now? I ain't seen him do nothing. Has he led the league in any statistical categories? What has he done besides be the number one overall pick back in 2014? And that's about it. Like, seriously, man. Like, Jadavion Clowney, to me, like, if you look at his positioning, where he is in his career, and the fact that, you know, you nobody really knows where he at or what he's done. I mean, I know where he is right now, but you gotta say he a bust. And he been and he has been living off that uh that shot, you know, on Denard Robinson for years. Cause he hasn't done a, a doggone thing in the league. You know, Jadavion Clowney has that big hit and Odell has that one hand snag. Only way I can see him sign with us is because Jarvis and a honey badger. Look, man, I don't care about that. Look, man, I look. I don't care about no reunion tour. I want to win. Like, I don't care about, I, honestly, I'm only doing this topic because it's the topic of conversation. Of course, out of respect for everyone in the Huda Nation, it's the topic of conversation, so we need to discuss it. But this is the least of the Saints' issues right now. Like, honestly, dude, like, we all know that the Saints have the offensive firepower to, to be successful. It's not the problem. Problem is execution. So I don't care about no Odell Beckham Jr. playing for no Saints. Like, seriously, man, like, I don't I don't care about the optics. I don't care about the semiotics. I don't care what this rep oh, he from New Orleans. Who cares? Who cares, man? I want to see this offense put the ball in the end zone, not waiting three quarters to do it. And I'm sorry, I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. would solve that problem. It, it starts with Pete Carmichael and the offensive play calling. That's where it starts at, not no Odell. That's overkill. I agree. OBJ is a bit overrated. If he can humble himself and just ball, he'll be a nice addition to the Texans. Yeah. I mean, the Texans, they'll definitely need him. Don't need him. They don't need him uh, in New Orleans. Uh, Bishop Bowwinkle says, hell to the no. Yeah. Hell to the no, no, no. I'm going to stroll down a little bit, but thank y'all for being here. Uh, Got 210 people watching this right now. We got 200 and 10 people watching this i ask that all 210 hit the like button all right please hit the like button you know i will really appreciate that you ain't got to comment you ain't got to donate just hit the like button and we will really appreciate that and also uh i don't know if people seen it for those that just following in uh the state of saints podcast we're going to have a sots podcast seminar for all those out there that might be interested in creating your own podcast or you might have a podcast already and trying to you know build uh your podcast up we're gonna have all that type of information available for you uh you can email the state of the saints podcast at state of the saints at gmail.com you do not want to miss this seminar i guarantee you i'm going to give you everything that 
that I've learned along the way and also tools to help you improve. All right. So just want to put that out there for all those that may be, you know, thinking about starting a podcast, already got a podcast and and want to, uh, you know, get it started. So. Uh, P. Carmichael better get this offense together. Yeah, he needs to. And I apologize for people that uh that probably commented towards the top. I'm strolling down a little bit just to kind of, you know, stay on a little bit of a rhythm. Uh, he's going to the Rams or the Packers. Well, why would he want to go to the Rams? I mean, they look like a train wreck right now. They're having issues getting the ball to Allen Robinson. So why in the world would he want to go back there? I, I don't I don't understand it. That wouldn't make much sense to me. Uh, he's going to the Rams or the Packers. I read that. Uh, I would take Murray over OBJ. Well, Murray's gone. Murray's gone. Uh, LOL, he's still a top 10 in the league. Top 10 in what? Top 10 in what? Top 10 in press? Uh, top 10 in attention? Top, top 10 in uh, social media followers? Because he's not a top 10 receiver anymore. I can name 10 re- receivers better than Odell Beckham Jr. right now. Like, seriously, man, we got to stop. Like, we, we talk like we talking about production. Like, if we want to be real, if we want to be 100, I would put Hunter Winthrow before I would put him. If when we talking about just production, like this dude been living off this one hand snag for years. I'm not saying that he ain't talented. All I'm saying is the best ability is availability. Now, if we talking about overall skill set, no injuries, no nothing. Yes, he would be a top 10 receiver, but we're only calling him a top 10 receiver as of right now because of who he is and what he has done early in his career. Like, seriously, man, we're only calling him top 10 because of his name on the back of his jersey, not because of what he's done in the league. Like, we got to call the spade a spade, man. Like, it, all that potential and all that kind of stuff there, what could potential just gives you? Promise, what can that get you? It's not helping teams win, right? You can have all the potential on the sidelines, but if you hurt most of the time, what can you do? What can you do right now? So he has that potential, but no, he's not a he's not top, he's not top 10 in the league right now. Odell is good, or we know this, but we also know he's got a big ego. Being wide receiver four is something he won't like. Uh, we don't need him. Good luck for him on his tour. Well, look, he good, and yeah, like you said, but. I don't care about his ego. Who cares? Like at this particular point, you have two torn ACLs. Uh, you you still got a bunch of questions about can you still play at a high level again? That's not the biggest issue. My my thing is, like I said, like you just mentioned, we don't need him. Odell Beckham is a free agent now. Yeah, he's been a free agent the entire season. He just been around going to games and stuff like that. If the Saints don't make the playoff, uh, Dennis Allen and Carmichael need to go, period. I agree. Some people are like, man, we need to wait. We need to wait. Wait for what? Wait for what? Like, seriously. P. Carmichael been here for 16 years. You should be able to run this offense like the back of your hand. You should be able to have the tools and everything you need in order for this offense to go. And P. Carmichael, look, I mean, uh, as far as Dennis Allen, excuse me. Dennis Allen, like, you, he was 8-28 as a head coach. And you said, man, it was the Raiders' fault. It was the Raiders' fault that I, I was a bad coach and I had a bad outing. Well, what happened now that you're one and three? What you know what I'm saying? What happens if you have a losing season then? You can't blame the Raiders then, and you can't blame the New Orleans Saints organization because 
we all know that this is a like if you're looking around the National Football League, this is considered a stable organization. So what's your excuse now? Like people are like, man, you need to give him another chance. Why? Why? Why should you give him another chance? Well, all this talent, you see how elite the defense is. You see all the talent that they added on the offense. So why are you sitting up here wasting your time? Why are you sitting up here wasting your time? And to make things even worse, why would you want to give him a chance after you basically bet on this dude? You bet on this dude so much. I want, I want Saint fans to understand this. You bet on this dude so much that you was willing to give up your first round pick. Now, if you're going to give up your first round pick, think about all the times that the New Orleans Saints have given up their first round pick. What has been Sean Payton's response? Well, if you go deep into the playoffs, that first round pick going to be like 29 or 30, right? So you're basically betting on this dude to do such a good job that you're willing to give up your first round pick because you feel like there's no way in the world this is going to come back and haunt you. But as of right now, if you look around the league, the Saints will be picking in the top five. But oh, my bad, that's not a Saints pick. That belongs to the Eagles. So no, I don't feel like he needs to get a second chance. You shouldn't feel like he needs to get a second chance. What more can he do? Seriously. You 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 flaked out in, in for the Raiders, right? You say in the press conference, oh, it's the Raiders. But what can you do? Stable organization. And I heard somebody say this. Well, you know, he dealing with the salary cap. It's the salary cap. Man, how many times have the Saints been in cap hell? I can make an argument that based on the situations and being in cap hell, this is probably the best they ever done when it comes to a comeback from coming out of cap hell. Because you the cap hell to give us the, 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 the stylings of a Cam Meredith or something, right? So you was able to overcome cap hell and get the likes of Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, uh, the Honey Badger. Are you kidding me? Marcus May? So, man, anybody that's out here talking about, man, we're kept. Nah, bro. Sometimes we just got to cut our losses. And I'd rather them cut it a year early than a year too late. Because I can't, I can't, look, if the way the Saints are going and hopefully they turn around, I don't want to just overreact over, you know what I'm saying, four games. But the way things are going right now, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm not trying to give nobody a chance. And all those people out here talking about, give him a chance, give him a chance, give him a chance. Be the same people out here talking about we need to cut our losses with Jameis Winston. So don't be a hypocrite when you say those type of things. Don't You can't say on one hand, oh, get rid of Jameis because he is who he is. And then on the other hand, talk about Dennis Allen. Oh, give him a chance. He, he ain't have a fair shake. That's the most hypocritical statement ever. And anybody that's saying those type of things, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Because somebody, somebody tell me what's the difference. Somebody tell me what's the difference. Tim says, TJ, if it was up to the fans, our wide receiver room would have been A.B., Wide receiver one, OBJ, wide receiver number two, AJ Green, wide receiver number three, and Ian Book as the quarterback. Well, look, if this was 2015, that would be one heck of a room for wide receivers. Uh, if this was Notre Dame College, it probably would be a better quarterback pick. But if they saying that, then they don't know football. Hey, I got to laugh somehow these days. Uh, we need a better coach. He's not needed. Uh, we got weapons. It's the execution of the uh, plays being called. Thank you very much, Ricardo. You're absolutely right. 
Hi, TJ. What's going on, man? Thank you for being here. Shouts out to my mama. Uh, hit the like and subscribe button. I agree with that. Thank you, Keen Arthur, for that uh, that shout out right there. I'm gonna scroll down a little bit to Alfred. Thank you very much for the $4.99. Gotta mention the donations for those that you know donate, man. Shouts out to y'all. Thank you. Oh, uh, what was the rift between Sean Payton and Mark Ingram? He's briefly touched on it on his podcast. I honestly don't know, and I haven't seen a podcast as far as uh you know what was the rift I, I'm, I'm not sure but i'm pretty sure it probably had something to do with the four game suspension that mark ingram sustained uh during the time i guess he you know he got tested positive for something you know y'all remember that a couple of years ago i don't know i don't know what the rift is i mean i i have to see and if i you know i'll go back to the podcast see what's up and then i'll give my take on that i wish we got the sean watson now I mean, what would be the difference? I mean, he can't play till week 11. So Barry Sanders uh, or Joe Montana mentality. Um, let's see. Me, the TJ. P. Carmichael reminds me of Coach Klein of the movie Waterboy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play regardless. Exactly. Thank you very much, Lee Huncher. Uh He says, if we got him or not. Exactly. That, that wouldn't solve anything. Geno Smith have had success against the saints and now he's on a better team when does geno smith have success against the saints i know they played the seattle seahawks did they play them last year or something like that i don't i, I don't remember geno smith lighting it up but he has been lighting it up to you know to his uh his credit 77 percent completion percentage leading the nfl uh the most uh the highest completion percentage over a four game span in nfl history i don't know exactly what that means Besides the fact that the, the analytics got a stat for every single thing in the world. But I'm happy for Geno Smith, okay? I'm happy for him. I wish him all the success in the world for the exception of Sunday, okay? Uh, that's the only that's the only exception. But um, I haven't seen him light things up. I haven't seen him tear the head up against the Saints. I've seen maybe like 180-yard pass against with DK Metcalf, and he didn't catch a pass after that. Uh, so... I don't know. I mean, but I'm happy for him. I, I I haven't seen that much success against the Saints. How many times have he actually played the Saints? Once? You know, I, I'm I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure about the success of Geno Smith. Maybe somebody look, I, I will say this, uh uh light worker. If you can come up with some stats, you know what I'm saying? I, I would gladly like to give you your credit on that, but I don't remember him lighting it up against the Saints. DA nine and thirty-one losing record. Okay. I mean, look, you won a three as a head coach of the Saints, so still got more uh losses than wins. I need Dennis Allen uh get some fight with uh in him. Look, I think he has fight, but I just think that he's just too conservative for me. I think he's too conservative. I think he he too careful to me. I think that there's a there's a level of arrogance you gotta have as a coach, a little bit of swag that you have to have as a coach. Look, you gotta be able to trust yourself. I don't know if this dude trusts himself. I don't. I think he's mostly focusing on not making the mistake versus actually just coaching his game. You know, it, it seems like to me like, oh, I'm, I made all those mistakes back then. I don't want to make those mistakes now. But, man, the lack of aggression, the lack of swag, drip, confidence that this team has is just, I mean, it's like night and day versus last year. And, and, and they say that the team is supposed to take on the persona of a coach, right? That's what they tell you. They, he's supposed to take on the 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 personality of a coach so you like this team represents you and right now man like it just i don't know what the heck to think i i just don't 
Like, do I think the Saints can round the corner? Absolutely. They got the talent to do so. But I don't trust the coaching staff as of right now. I don't. And people might say, man, it's too early. But no, man. Like, when you look at these guys, this isn't like this is brand, like people like they're a brand new coach. But these dudes been here. They've been here. They know the system. They, they know these players. So for you to be having these, these issues, man, the undisciplined play, like I can't give them no credit. Now, if this was a new coach that just came off the streets and they're trying to figure it out, I might be a little bit more understanding. But Pete Carmichael been here for years. So Pete Carmichael probably been here longer than some of y'all been Saints fans. And yet you can't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't do nothing with the offense. Like, you got to be as vanilla as Baskin-Robbins ice cream. And Dennis Allen, man, I don't know, man. Light a fire under somebody. Too conservative for me, man. Too careful. Button your button all the way to the top. Like, too conservative for me, man. Maybe y'all got that patience like that, but I don't. Some people I have patience for. Some people I do not. When you've been in a system for a long time, and you know the system, you know the players, the players know you. I don't have the type of patience for that. I don't. I give you a little credit. Okay, man, you know, this guy's new. They they trying to mesh together. But when it comes to the play calling, when it comes to the same mistakes over and over again, the fumbles, the undisciplined pe- uh, play, the false starts, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the running on first down 60, 70% of the time. Come on, man. Like, sometimes you just got to say, man, it is what it is. And right now, man, this, this coaching staff looking like slow. I'm not here to, I'm not here to sugarcoat who that nation. And, and like I said, man, if this was Brian Dayball with the Giants, if this was uh, McConnell, you know what I'm saying, like with the, with the Vikings, I can understand that. But these dudes been here. They know the system. I can't give them no pass, man. I can't. I can't give them dudes no pass. Man, man, give, give them a shot, TJ. Give them a chance. Nah, bro. No, man. Mm-mm. I would give you a chance if the Saints was a disciplined football team and it just so happened that they were a little bit snake bitten early, right? You, miss, you know what I'm saying? You, you miss a field goal here. You, you know what I'm saying? Bad execution down you know, fourth quarter, overthrow a guy there. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over again, man. It's the same stuff. Like, honestly, man, you can put the State of Saints podcast, you can put the Who That Nation, uh, the WDN chat line, you can put Deuce Winham, you can put Ross Jackson, you can put this thing on repeat and it sound like the same episode. New Orleans Die Football sound like the same episode. They talking about the same thing. Why y'all think I called Dennis Allen Captain Cleanup? Cause this man been talking about cleaning up since week two. Man, we got to clean that up. You know, fumbling football, man. We got to clean that up. Yeah, over here, man. We got some things we need to clean up. Like, come on, Captain, clean up, man. When is the house gonna be clean, huh? You been scrubbing dub dubbing for three weeks. I mean, how, how clean can it be? COVID protocol don't be this clean. What are we doing, man? Like, seriously, what what are we what are we doing? And I, I, like I said, I don't feel like I'm overreacting after four weeks. I don't feel like we, I don't feel like I'm overreacting after four weeks. 
because this is not a new coaching staff. There's a new head coach, but they know each other. They know each other. Who's the newest coach on this team? Doug Marone? And even him, they know him. He's been here. He just came back. What are we doing? I don't want to hear, like, okay, no, I won't say I don't want to hear it because you're entitled to your opinion, but I, TJ Jones, will not accept, man, just give him some time as a coach. No, bro. No. No, 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 no. I'm not giving nobody no time. Not, not nobody has been here. You can't have pay, uh you can't have patience for two coaches that have been on the staff for over a decade. Thank you very much, Willie. And have the talent this team got. Absolutely. If this like Willie, here's the thing. If this was last year, right? If this was last year with all of the injuries and everything that's going on, I cannot, I can understand that. Because you could just look back and be like, shucks man this is not our year it's just not happening it's just not going down this year like okay it is what it is it it happens right but look at all this talent around some like somebody makes sense out of this somebody please pretty please do this for tj jones somebody please make sense out of this for me look at that offense like you know you got some holes every team does but for the most part this is a pretty complete team Somebody please tell me where the instability is. Somebody please tell me, think about this. Ask yourself this question for all those that may be sour in the face listening to me say this right now. Think about this. I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes with me. All right. Think about this team. Think about this team with Bill Belichick as the coach. Think about this team with Sean McVay as the coach. Think about this team with John Harbaugh as the coach. Mike Tomlin as the coach. Somebody please tell me if the Saints going to be one and three. Somebody please tell me. Will the Saints be one and three? With like I even go mediocre with you. Think about this Saints team with Mike Zimmer as the coach. Are they one and three? That's his side of the football. That's his side of the football. I know some people like, man, well, man, look at them coaches you name it, man. They didn't win Super Bowls. Okay, let's like Kyle Shanahan as the coach. Ain't won no Super Bowl. I'm trying to think. I'm 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 trying to think. I'm trying to look around the league. I'm telling you, the most mediocre coach. I, I'm, I can't think of too many as of right now just thinking about it. But just think about that. Nah, I mean, look, Andy Reid, yep, undefeated. Undefeated. Unfreaking defeated. Jameis or not, whatever you feel about Jameis. Uh, Andy or not, no matter how you feel about Andy. This team would not be one and three. Because it comes a time, who that nation, and shouts out to Chosen. Because Chosen said this a couple months ago, and I'm going to give him his credit. He called the show, and he said this. He said, I trust Dennis Allen, but the biggest issue I have is, what is he going to do in certain situations? And as you can see, who that nation, sometimes it's not about just the players that you have. You have to be able to coach situational football. 
Now, I will say this. When it comes to the timeouts, they do a really good job with that. They, they, they do. They do a good job with that. Like, you'll look for a quarter second, got all three timeouts. We know most of the time, like, shoot, Sean Payton exhausting two timeouts. The first 15, you know what I'm saying? Like, the first three to five minutes of the, of the third quarter. So, with that, I, I mean, look, good. But two freaking conservative for your boy. Too freaking conservative for your boy. I'm not, I'm not here. Like, I'm look, I'm not here to sit up here and be giving nobody excuses. And like I said, some people might be sour in the face, mad at me for saying this, but I do not care. You have to be real with yourself. You got to look in the mirror and realize that it is what it is. It is what it is, folks. He must be cleaning up Rick Ross Mansion, all this cleaning up. I don't know what the heck he cleaning up, but man been sprucing up since week two. CJ has actually given up the highest quarterback rating on the Eagles and has uh, more missed tackles than four of the defenders combined. Dropping CJ isn't the problem uh, being undisciplined is. Look, all these people that's talking about CJ Garner Johnson, look, I like CD Deuce. I do. Do I feel like uh, he should? Do I feel the Saints should have got rid of him? Absolutely not. Y'all know how I feel about it. Go back to previous shows. Uh, I'll spare you the details of me and what I said. Go back to the previous shows of me talking about CD Deuce. But here's the thing everybody around here looking for pats on the behind and, and, and secret handshakes and all that kind of stuff there. Like we trying to get into the clubhouse when we four or five years old. I don't care about any of this. It comes a time when you have to say that the Saints are just an undisciplined team. C.D. Deuce's hand daps ain't going to stop these guys from being offsides. C.D. Deuce's hand uh, daps ain't going to stop these boys from all these penalties. C.D. Deuce's hand daps ain't going to stop these dudes from putting the ball on the ground and giving the ball back to the other team with the interceptions and all these other things that's going on. C.D. Deuce can't help that. C.D. Deuce coming back to the New Orleans Saints probably would help you because maybe you miss his sound bites, probably miss the way that he conduct himself in press conferences on the field, kicking the, the Atlanta Falcons logo and all that kind of stuff there. All those Dennis the Menace type antics that we all love C.D. Deuce for doing. But look, the situations with the New Orleans Saints are way, way beyond what C.D. Deuce can give the New Orleans Saints. Hand dab's not going to fix this, folks. Sometimes you got to look at it once again and realize why you missed this dude. It's not for the production on the field. Yeah, he had some games. I can think of a couple games where he stood out. The San Francisco 49er game a couple years ago, you know, a couple games where, you know what I'm saying, he was flying all over the field. I get it. But the secondary for the New Orleans Saints has not really truly been an issue. They, they probably had their biggest issues last game versus the Minnesota Vikings. Other than that, they've been pretty stout. So that's not the issue. The issue is the undisciplined play of the New Orleans Saints. Look, C.D. Deuce is gone, man. And, and once again, he's not going to fix this situation, rather he was here or not. The New Orleans Saints is a process this year. You have a new quarterback just came off injury. Uh, a wide receiver just came up injury. And we have a new, uh, let's see, coaching staff. It will take some time to win games well this is something that we don't have brian 
And honestly, I don't have the patience. I, I look, I cannot stand here or I cannot sit here rather and, and tell you that I'm Job here today. I don't have the patience of Job. And all this stuff right here are excuses, absolute excuses. Because here's the thing Brian Debo is three and one. Doug Peterson, what he's two and two, or three and one, or one or the other. I can't remember. Somebody, somebody proof check that for me. Um, you know, uh McConnell, you know what I'm saying, out there and you know what I'm saying in Minnesota, he's three and one. So all these new coaches that came on don't know these dudes from a can of paint versus Dennis Allen, who went places with these guys talked to these guys affiliated with these guys all this kind of stuff so he's one and three the saints are one and three all these other coaches out here who just came from other teams all of a sudden ingratiated themselves into the culture of an organization in a three and one i cannot accept that the patience thing is over nobody cares about that nobody cares about having patience Patience time is over, okay? Patience is the name of a girl you probably know, okay? Patience is what's at a doctor. I don't have patience anymore, especially when I'm seeing teams that struggle, that haven't made the playoffs, and I don't know how long, and they out here having a better record than the New Orleans Saints. Let me put this into perspective for all those people out here that's talking about patience, having patience. The New York Jets. The New York Jets have a better record than the New Orleans Saints. The Jacksonville Jaguars have a better record than the New Orleans Saints as of right now. I don't have the patience. I'm sorry. All this stuff, man, give it time. Give it time. Let, let, let it cook. Let it fester. Let it percolate. We're not making gumbo, right? We're not smoking ribs. We talking about football, okay? If you're talking about those type of practices, maybe I have some patience because I want that rib to fall off the bone and I want that gumbo to hit just right. But we talking about football in the regular season and every game as of right now is detrimental. Every game that you lose is detrimental to your possibilities of making the playoffs. I don't want to hear nothing about no patience no more, man. Once again, you want to see patients? Go to the doctor. You want to go see patients? Type in patients on Facebook or Instagram. But I do not have the patience. I, I don't have the patience. Thank you. The Falcons, too. The Falcons. I don't know how much we rag them boys. But I said this again. And I'm going to continue to say it. And I might tick a lot of people off because I'm saying this and I'm big up in them. But the Falcons, as of right now, as a team, I feel like there's the best team in the NFC South. I, I am being 100% honest. When it comes to coaching, buying into the system, that's how bad this is right now. That's how bad this is. In all honesty. I'm going to let that sink in. I'm, I'm going to just let that sink in. The Falcons have a better record than the New Orleans Saints, and they are a better team as of right now than the Saints. You heard it right here on a Saints podcast. Some people are like, Man, I don't know about I don't care. You can, you can be in denial all you want to, right? But they are. TJ, why won't they bring up Kirk? Thank you. Thank you. Why? And don't get me started. Look. I love this dude. Good dude, solid dude. If you follow Deontay Hardy, 
He's a great individual. All the things that he's been through. You see how he is, you know what I'm saying, with a child and, and all the things, you know what I'm saying, that he went through and almost made him quit football because of all the things that, you know what I'm saying, happened in his life. But dude is playing like a shell of himself right now. And Deontay, I don't know if you're watching this right now, bro, but I'm going to say it. You playing like a shell of yourself right now. I don't know who this Hardy guy is, but Harris need to come back. I get it, right? Maybe you're not happy about the money situation, right? You feel like you gave your all, and in a lot of ways, he was a game changer. And I can understand why you want your Skrilla. And I can understand why you probably mad because the front office aren't divvying up the bread. But still, dude, you are a professional, an absolute professional. What you do is the same thing that Lamar Jackson is doing. Okay, y'all don't want to pay me top dollar? I'm about to make the pot go up even higher. And if you're not going to pay it, then somebody else is going to pay it. Instead, you jogging, you know what I'm saying? Like you just going on a routine jog in, a, in, a, in your neighborhood at 5 in the morning, not really trying to hit the acceleration button, not really trying to make anybody miss. And then you put the ball on the ground. And then you over there pouting and soaking like a like a, a petulant child. Like, seriously, dude, if you're going to do that, why not bring up Kirk Merritt? Why not bring up Kirk Merritt? Thank you, Charleston. Thank you very much. Why not bring up somebody that's hungry? I'm pretty sure Kirk Merritt will run that rock and try to flip the field. I'm pretty sure Rasheed Shahid will try to go out there and try to flip the field. Hey, mama, I'm on TV. Make sure you watch on Sunday. I'm going to try to run one back. And then I'm going to do a, a secret gesture, you know what I'm saying, let you know that I love you. Get some hungry guys out here. I want some first album hungry players out there. For those that don't know what that means, if you ever seen an artist, their best album mostly is their first album. College Dropout, J. Cole first album, Kendrick Lamar first album. When the when an artist is at his hungriest, that's when the best music come out. Get me some hungry artist players. Somebody that's out there that's hungry, that, that got that... I'm going to sell my CD at the gas station type hunger. Give me somebody like that. Not somebody that, that feel like they've been there and done that. I'm all pro. I, people know who I am. Girls sliding into my DMs. Oh, she made that twerk video for me? Oh, man, that's goes up right there. Man, you see this, dog? Man, bump all that. Give me some hungry guys that want to play, that want to be able to make a mark in this game and not sitting over there pouting on the sidelines. And I'm sorry, Deontay, but look, it is what it is, bro. Like, you playing soft as a baby's bottom. You playing soft as Cottonelle pit, uh, tissue. You playing as soft as a postopedic pillow, dude. You playing soft as cotton candy. Seriously. Like, dude, you soft right now. And I don't care, like, like about the money situation, dude. You will make more money by making plays than you would sitting on the sidelines. Man, put somebody else in. Like, seriously, put somebody else in that's hungry. Now TJ needs to speak this. Man, look, I don't care about people being mad about this. I don't care. Your team is one and three. My team is one and three. And you see this. You see this. Stop trying to fake yourself out, bro. We see the obvious right there. 
The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Some of you are expecting a different result and they're doing the same thing over and over again. We beating ourselves. Yeah, we beating ourselves. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about these guys beating themselves? Something's got to give TJ had enough. Uh, Fumble Brothers, 41 and 22. Man, you ain't lying. As Paxton uh, upset, you know, because Dolot, because uh, he was acting up today. And I won't let him in. So I apologize. Y'all hear him crying. He was he was acting up a little bit today because he wanted my wife to make a stop. And then he started having a little tantrum. So y'all won't get a cameo from him tonight. You know, you got to you got to put I had to put my foot down. Uh, you may have addressed this question, but I'm just tuning in. But does Roe still have a starting job? Look, go, go, go and look. Go and look. PFF, go look at the analytics. If you're you're talking about the last game, Cesar Ruiz rated the highest offensive lineman on the team last week when it came to hurries. I get it. Low-hanging fruit, we lose. It's Cesar Ruiz. Man, you seen what Cesar did? Man, you seen what he did? Cesar Ruiz, if you're talking about Cesar Ruiz improving, he has improved as an offensive lineman, and I get it. You know, Sometimes when we put that same song on repeat, we, we feel like we know all the words to the song, right? But Cesar Ruiz has been playing really well over the last few games. So I am not going to blame Cesar Ruiz. He has done a really good job. He has really improved. And you can really see the improvement in his play. So I'm not going to knock him for that. I'm not. He had a really solid game versus the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He had a really solid game versus the Vikings this past week. So I'm not going to knock him. I get it. See, anytime, you know what I'm saying, the offensive line starts struggling, we start looking at two guys, Andrews Pete, Cesar Ruiz. But Cesar Ruiz, for the most part, has done a really good job as an offensive lineman. What about Alvin, what Alvin Kamara said? Yeah, I heard what Alvin Kamara said, but what does that do? It's not going to change one and three. Oh, and I don't think a team hasn't beat us yet. We've beaten ourselves. But guess what? Look, you can't be like, well – you know, the playoffs next week. Man, let us in. We beat ourselves for the last three weeks. What that's going to do? Well, I'm sorry you beat yourself, but you're still eliminated from playoff contention. Look, man, all these excuses are all these excuses are re- irrelevant. Absolutely irrelevant. Win a game. I don't care. Win, win a game. If you if you beating yourself, stop beating yourself and win a game. If you are that team like you say you are, then go out there and execute. Go out there and execute. Like, seriously, man, save me all these excuses. Save me all the cleaning up and, and we beating ourselves type stuff. I'm tired of hearing that. Shooting yourself in the foot. Beating ourselves. Clean it up. Like, come on, man. Put that joint on repeat because I'm hearing it every single week. Extra bullet. Uh, LOL yourself. Your football is suspect uh, with those names. What do you say? Extra bullet. Uh, LOL uh, yourself and... Your football is suspect with those names. Oh, I guess you're talking to somebody else. Uh, TJ, <laughs> Linda is laughing. Look, man, I, I hate to be extra today. First off, I'm fired up because, look, I'm 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 not liking what I'm seeing. And then on top of that, man, look, it, it's time for us to it's time for us to stop with all the nonsense, man, and call a spade a spade. Uh, give me someone. Uh, drip season three hungry. Thank you, thank you. Give me somebody like that. We won in three, and our only dub is by one. At this point, fire DA, I trust Chris Richard to run the defense. I'm not talking about firing him. I'm, a, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't think you should fire him right now. 
But if things continue to go the way that they've been going, dude don't deserve a second season. I don't care. I, I don't care who, who watching this right now. If the dude fail to make the postseason, if he fails to have the Saints a cup, you know what I'm saying, four, five games above 500, or like, or if they in the same state they in right now, like have that boy with the classified ads in his hand at the end of week 18 on, on Black Monday. Let it be even blacker for him. Dude don't deserve a second chance to me. What 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 can he possibly do to improve to him getting himself a second chance? TJ, uh, I thought I was the only one that seen how Eleven was playing. Heck no, I'm very like I'm who I'm very disappointed in that dude. Like seriously, like all players, like all the players on the team, I'm more disappointed in him than anybody because he usually brings it every single time. And honestly, I remember a couple shows back. I was like, man, how can you prove the offense? And he was like my number one suggestion. And yet you're going to go out there and play like that? Pouting. Grown man out there pouting, man. Like, come on, dude. Like, you have a chance. Like, honestly, you five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing, right? But you have a chance to really be up there like with one of the greatest returners of all time. Like, the way that he actually runs back the ball, how electrifying he is. Like, so ain't nobody about to tell me that this dude ain't taking no steps back. Ain't nobody about to tell me this dude ain't phoning it in. Ain't nobody about to tell me that. Like, the dude, like, I just, <laughs> he playing so bad right now. I'm, I'm wondering, like, should he, like, quit football? Because that's the way he playing. He playing like a dude. He, he playing like, I don't know, man. He, he playing like, you know. Like like how Cole Beasley was, right? Cole Beasley caught one pass and realized he was done. That that's how that's how Deontay Hardy is playing right now. He playing like, man, I might quit today. I might quit tomorrow. You know, like he might pull a a, a, a Vontae David. You know, quit at halftime or something. I don't. That's the way he playing. I feel bad about picking up, but that's how that's how his body language is. That's the way he he, he making plays. Like he like he want to quit. And I know he better than that. Eleven was a uh, playing. Uh, he is playing half speed. Man, this is a coach fault. Too soft on the team. If he playing half speed, Jerome, which is a good name. That's my middle name, by the way. Um, if he playing like that, get somebody else in that thing. Get somebody else. Uh, I feel like uh, the Saints going to catch uh, their second win and start clicking soon. Hood, look. Hood, here's the thing. Nobody would disagree with that. Like, I'm putting this, I'm gonna put this comment back. Like, tell me a person in this chat right now or, or, or watching or listening to this would disagree with that. Here's the thing: you don't know what this team is. I don't look, I, they look like on paper, they look good. And, and some like when those guys hit the field, I'm looking, I'm seeing I'm seeing Chris Lave, I'm seeing Jarvis Landon, I'm seeing AK and you know what I'm saying? Honey Badge out there. I see Demari. Like, this team look good. Like, this team, to me, like, there's no surprises right now. This, this is how I feel. There are no surprises. Like, this team can go on a six, seven-game winning streak and it wouldn't surprise me. They can lose the, the, the next seven and it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know what this team is. 
And I don't feel bad about saying that once again because I don't even think they know what they is. They are basically out there just running aimlessly, doing things without rhyme or reason. They ain't setting up for nothing. Uh, this play might work. Uh, okay, man, you know, let's do a shallow cross. Okay, man, look, it, it worked last time, uh, last third down play, so let's do it again. Uh, let's run a ball on first down. We got five yards to last first down, so let's try to do it again. What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, what, what's the point? Are you running a ball to set up the play action? But I'm seeing negative one yard, one yard, one yard, one yard, play action. What? Huh? What? <laughs> what? Like you doing a play action with a running game ain't working? You ain't trying to establish the running game? Huh? Like, what are we doing? What? What is going What is really happening here, man? <laughs> what is going on? Like, no rhyme, no reason. It's like watching a five or six-year-old kid play Madden. Oh, uh, this is a running play right here, and this is a passing play. Well, let's go four vertical because all of them going downfield. Like, come on, man. Like, what is we doing? Let's do a halfback delay because that means he's running up the middle. It's like watching a five or six-year-old kid call plays, right? It looks like they'll work. <laughs> it might work. Flip a coin. Head to tail. We might get a first down. Like, what are we doing, man? Nennis Allen got a Lamborghini and drove it into the Mississippi River. Uh, Harris going to be, uh, yeah, look, I, I don't know what the heck is going on with my boy. But, hey, he might, look, maybe he's saving himself for, for more money. Soft as Peter Cottontail. Yeah, about as soft as that, okay? Soft as that new mattress that I tried out at Mattress Firm not too long ago. Okay, that, that's about as... That ball is soft as that boy been playing. I'm going to stroll down a little bit, man. Uh, appreciate everybody for being here. Rich Rule says, head coach has no passion and the players feel it. I don't feel like he has no passion. I just think he over his head as of right now. I think he got passion. I just think that the team ain't playing with no swag, no drip, because he, he playing scared. My man playing scared. Uh, Shannon Sharp, Baker Mayfield is trash. Skip, but uh, he beat the Saints uh that on time brady that's a bad look yeah exactly they got one win that that team is in shambles right i mean they, that 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 fan base wants the head coach on a silver platter head on a silver platter rather and they beat the saints so that tells you everything you need to know right there uh do you give up plays sometimes yes yeah but i don't know man um they, they they haven't been executing any plays so i mean most plays i don't know i, I can't decipher because there ain't, ain't too many good plays to come around uh i think the coach should put his foot down he put his foot down and do what you know put his foot down and do what <laughs> i mean honestly at this particular point if you already didn't show the team who you are if you start doing it now it looked disingenuous so you gotta figure it out i didn't see this coming in preseason nobody did matthew absolutely nobody absolutely nobody but uh let's see unless they get creative on offense stop those turnovers and stop getting a bet and start getting a better pass rush they're going to have a horrible record this year that's a lot of problems right there but all fixable all fixable uh we need Quan for what linebackers are not the issue <laughs> i mean p1 leads the league in tackles the guy that everybody was talking about man i don't know about him 
man, we need to bring Quine back. But guess what? That guy that y'all wasn't sure about is leading the league in tackles, okay? The Saints don't need Quine Alexander. Last week, Demario Davis rated the highest linebacker among the team. He had the highest rating. And then Pete Warner was tackling all over the field. Once again, he leads the league in tackles. So tackling and linebacker play is not the issue. I love Quine. I'm happy that he's having success out there for the Jets. But the linebackers, as crazy as that sound, that was the biggest issue going into the season is the one position that I'm not even worried about. Maybe from a depth standpoint, if that if that uh problem arise, but not right now. We have no identity. Absolutely. It's like a baby fresh out the womb. No name, no nothing. Okay, before the doctor asks you. Right? It's like a newborn baby fresh out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's what this is. No identity. Right? No social. <laughs> no footprint. No fingerprint. No nothing. Right? Like somebody that, that went off the grid spending nothing but cash. No identity. It's like joining men in black. No identity. Uh, but if anything, our O-line has problems uh, being the second most consistent thing uh, in our offense other than our wide receivers. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, you got to get the rid of the ball, man. Holding on to the ball too long, making them boys look bad. When was the last time we started one and three and made the playoffs? Uh, I think it was 2000, if my memory serves me correctly. Either way, let's go Saints. Look, I, I look, I'm still rooting for the Saints. It's still who that over here in my heart. Wins and losses don't ain't a deal breaker for me. Maybe for some of y'all grandstanding fans out there. If you're not a grandstanding fan, of course, I'm not talking about you. Maybe that's a deal breaker for y'all, but not for me. It's still who that over here. I'm more concerned about seeing some better play than what I'm seeing right now. Teams reflect coaching. Enough said. Absolutely. Attitude reflects leadership. I need to see a Saints uh, blowout on Sunday. You ain't lying, man. Don't y'all miss them days? I know I do. Y'all remember like when 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 the Saints games were like over in, in the second quarter because the Saints were up by three, four touchdowns. Y'all remember them days? Y'all remember watching Sunday night football and watching Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints just blow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out 38 to 3, blowing out the Green Bay Pack. Well, that, that was with Jameis. But y'all get what I'm saying. When games were like over before they even started, you like. Man, I'm about to dance across the living room floor. I'm excited. I can't wait to get behind this mic if, you, if you're me or a podcaster. I can't wait to listen to what such and such is going to have to say. I miss those days, man. I, I mean, they, there's that old saying, you don't know what you have until it's gone. But boy, do I miss them days. I, I don't want to see – I like to see competitive games. But, Lord, every now and then, I would just like to see the Saints wipe the floor with a team. Just to make make me feel like this team is actually pretty good. But, man, look, but God bless every individual that is over the age of 50 years old, dealing with a heart condition, to have high blood pressure. God bless y'all, all all them Saints fans out there like that, because, Lord, I mean, we all know that, man, the Saints can make us feel like we about to go meet the Lord. But God bless y'all, man. God bless y'all for real because I don't think my heart be able to take it at, at that particular age. If I'm dealing with high blood pressure and or if I'm dealing with a heart condition or something like that, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Man, but I miss them days. Who I miss them days with that nation. P. Carmichael is really showing us why Peyton 
Never stop calling offensive plays. You ain't lying. Uh, I'm scared of the Seahawks. Yeah, me too. This not gonna look. This not gonna be an easy game for the Saints. Anybody that believe that? Oh, this is a get back game. Now this ain't this ain't LSU versus uh North. Well, I don't say what you know. What I'm saying like you know Utah, Utah Tech or something like that. Like the Seahawks have really been playing, and they put up about forty some odd points last week. Wish we could have kept Dan Campbell. His offense looks elite. Um, but it's not because of him, it's because of the offensive coordinator. But and I don't want Dan Campbell. I mean, they still losing. I mean, all that fighting grit and biting necks off and, and biting heads off, all that stuff is still not equated to success. Okay, so you know, you know, doing them wrestling promos. Let me tell you something. I know Green Bay is coming into town, brother, but I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna grab them by the neck, we're gonna snap their ankles, brother, and we're gonna leave them on a the field, dude. And then you lose by 30 points. Like, like all that, all that tough guy promo type stuff. Like, man, miss me with all that. Like, I'd rather have a quiet guy that win games than somebody that's out there huffing and puffing like a big bad wolf, and you're losing. I, I mean, seriously. That stuff ain't that stuff ain't equating to no success to me. Like all that tough talk, you know what I'm saying? Like all that, what I'm about to do to you type stuff. Like that ain't winning. Like Dan Campbell ain't winning nothing. They lost last week. Oh, they have a lot of fighting grit. Well, we can say the same thing about the Saints. Where the wins at? <laughs> where the win? Where the winning at? <laughs> we we want promos. You know what I'm saying? We want promos. Yeah, like, for real, man. You want promos, man. Go watch Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock do their thing back in the day. I don't want no promos. I don't care if you're quiet as a church mouse, but you're executing. I don't care. Vegas is in our officials' pockets. Everybody see it. I know I see it. I mean, Young Jock can see that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Some of y'all, that probably went over y'all head. Some of y'all knew what I'm talking about. I got a bad heart, thanks to the Saints. I'm pretty sure, like, a couple of games in, some people that didn't have heart conditions are going back to the doctor for that follow-up. Man, I just checked your vital signs last week. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, they were fine. Now, I'm seeing I'm seeing stress right here, right here, right here. What, anything different? Diet? Just look at them and be like, saints. <laughs> Diet? <laughs> Routine? Saints. Okay, I understand. I understand. Uh, no more bags. The world is crazy enough, man. Nah, I ain't wearing no bag. Who going back to them bags? I bet not. Look, don't like take them bags somewhere else. Where can you get a paper bag? At? Who, who still? Who, what's still still giving out paper bags these days? I don't know, man. Maybe uh, save a lot or something like that. I, I don't know. Aldi. Uh, for some of y'all, probably know what I'm talking about. Who giving out paper bags these days? You can buy a paper bag anywhere back in the day. It's Swagman's, uh, Win Dixie. Yeah, man, but now, you know, you can get creative with the paper bags back in the day. I don't see too many paper bags. Uh, in my honest opinion, I disagree. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we don't look good, but, but we don't look that bad either. Each game we lost, we closed games. Uh, we're closed games, I guess you're saying. Uh, we still have time to turn it around. I'm not giving up on a team that's easy. Joe, I'm not giving up on a team either. I'm just I'm just stating the facts as of right now, right? Look, if you go out here and you tick your wife off, you tick your husband off, you tick your girlfriend, boyfriend off, right? You can go to them and say, baby, I'm going to change. I'm going to do right. 
I know I was wrong. I know I've been sleeping on the couch for the last couple of days, but I'm going to do right. Guess what? <laughs> you might do right. <laughs> you might have some good qualities. And this particular moment right here is not an indictment on what you have been in the past. But guess what? I'm mad at you at this moment. And what you did this moment, I don't know about. So I get what you're saying. Yes, they could right the ship. Yes, they could, you know, do the right thing and win some games. But as of right now, this team is not good. Joe, I want you to understand this, brother. I want you to understand this. Okay. I want you to understand what I'm talking about. I'm not saying what this team is as of right now. They can't rise above it. And I know some people probably holding on to that, but I want to get give you clarity. I'm not saying that this team cannot rise above their situations. Hell, I'm pretty sure the majority of people feel that this team is capable of rising above this, this situation. But as of right now, we're living in a now, folks. We living in a now. And if people can talk about Ingram being washed because he fumbled week one and two, if people can tell me that Jameis ain't a good quarterback because he threw 30 interceptions in 2019, God dug it. I can tell you today that this team is not good based on what I've seen in four games. Okay, if we're going to jump to conclusions there, we, you know, we're going to do that here. Then we, can do, we can do this. So as of right now, this team is not good. It's not a good football team. This, this, this is not a good football team. I'm sorry. I mean, look, if you want, you want an optimist, go look at Transformers, all right? You know what I'm saying? Optimist Prime. There's very little optimism right now. The morale as of right now, from what we've seen, is pretty doggone low. But no mean round week eight, we won't be excited. I mean, I'm still saying who that, I don't know about y'all. I mean, I'm still saying who they say going to beat them Saints. I'm still saying black and gold going back to the Super Bowl. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm not an idiot. And I'm saying right now, this team isn't good, man. We got 279 people watching this right now. I ask that you hit the like button. Please hit the like button. Please, please, pretty please with sugar on top. Okay, Rouses, okay. Yeah, shouts out to Rouses, man. Joe Lombardi. Okay, Rouse, I'm hearing a lot of Rouses right there. So, shouts out to Rouses, man. He <laughs> said the liquor still. <laughs> Brown paper bag. Let's see uh, we burned those bags after the Super Bowl. <laughs> For real. Look, I, nah, I, look, nah, I'll burn it back. I'll burn them bag back in 2000. I ain't gonna lie, man. There was two things that we used to do. Uh, shouts out to my uncle Isaac, Jerry, my brother EJ, my brother Sam. On top of like being huge wrestling fans, we used to take cardboard boxes that my grandfather used to, uh, you know, have when he used to do jobs. My grandfather was a contractor. We used to turn those boxes into wrestling belts. But when my grandmother, uh, shouts out to my grandmother, Miss Maxine. Uh, she used to go to the store. You can get them paper bags from Swagman's. We used to create, you know, like little decorative paper bags. And, you know, used to wear them during Saints games. But after like around, I, I say I stopped, I stopped, you know, looking at the paper bags around the time Ricky Williams got here. Yes, the Saints were trash. But Ricky Williams, to me, was equivalent to when the Saints got Reggie Bush back in 2006. 
that's 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 what he meant to the city now some of y'all you know what i'm saying y'all probably don't know what the what the uh what the heck i'm talking about fair enough y'all probably understand the significance of ricky uh i mean of uh, reggie bush but not ricky williams but it was like the same magnitude we thought that you know we were about to win a super bowl so i think a lot of people like kind of threw they they paper bags in the air like they just graduated from high school to college so and uh we never looked back so some of y'all probably did you know but to be honest with you even like after ricky williams like that's when the saints you know when they got jim Haslin, they started you know doing a little winning you know it, it was they was doing more you know they weren't really making the playoffs like that they made the playoffs and won you know back in the, uh 2000 but um you know they weren't really as bad as they were like in the early 90s so i think a lot of people just kind of got rid of them paper bags uh, let's see. The only answer is to be aggressive on both sides of the ball. How about having some confidence on offense, playing with some swag, some confidence, act like you know what you're doing. Just saying, uh, I can get some paper bags. I'll send Amazon. Now I'm good. Matthew, save your money, man. Save your money. Uh, we don't have a first round pick. We do not. Uh, I'm in Phoenix and don't miss a Saints game. Saints for life. Man, you ain't lying. Shots out. Say who that all the way to the West Coast. Right now, Saints looking like how Stone Cold was looking when he uh got hit upside the head with the shower. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll get better. Uh, food line got paper bags. No. Uh, I, yeah, they do. Inevitable. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, food line does. Out here in South Carolina, they do. Reggie Bush, the morale is key in any uh team sport you play uh former baghead saints fans no nah man if you look if you're og of the saints you ain't look you already know like some of y'all right here this this new to y'all but some of us old saints fans you know what i'm saying like y'all this, this new y'all new to this classic saint fan true to this it ain't get like y'all like man we won in three bruh i'm telling y'all the og saints fans Man, I'm telling you, y'all, y'all think y'all, y'all think is 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 bad time now, like, man, the OGs know what I'm talking about. Uh, was ticked at Dicker for that, yeah, when he gave away all them draft picks. TJ, I didn't wear paper bags back in the '80s, but I sure did use the book covers. Yeah, man, like, look, everybody used to have the book covers, right? Because you know, when you're in school, like, you know, they used to get you the books, right? You know, uh, first week of school, you know, you get your spelling book. For all my elementary school people out there, you get your spelling book, science book. And, you know, you wanted to protect them, you know, from the rain. And, uh, you know, I mean, a good swagman paper bag. That one stuff was actually worth something back in the day. You know, like now it's like everything is like all thin and stuff like that. It breaks. You like brittle. But people used to actually make stuff to last. So I guarantee you, like, I guarantee you somebody, great grandma, somebody grandma got a swagman paper bag up in that thing from 30 years ago. And that thing about as sturdy as a kitchen counter. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, for real, like they used to make stuff that was built to last. And those books, like those swagman bags used to serve a really good purpose with for a book cover. For real. Uh, no first round pick had to give it up to get a live Hey, for real though, I know people upset about the whole first round pick thing, but who's mad that the Saints uh, picked picked the Lave and, and got a Lave out the deal? Who mad at that? 
who's mad? I, I want to see the Saints fan out here that's about as big and bold right now that's going to sit up here and say that that was a waste of a first-round pick because they acquired Alave. I want to see this. I want to see the human being that is upset that the Saints made that trade to acquire Alave. And somebody tell me that was a bad idea. Somebody, I want to see the Saints fan. I want, I want them to come to the front <laughs> of the class. And I don't think nobody mad at that decision. Maybe how it's panning out as, as, as it looks right now, but nobody is mad. Nobody's mad that they got Chris Olave. I know I'm not. I can uh I can still see him missing the punt. <laughs> Let's see, Debbie. Uh, you think so? Rick put on that wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Those paper book, uh, those paper book covers held up. It was good returning the books and not having to pay for them. Yep. Yeah, DA so soft and play calling are just safe. Yeah, man, they're not aggressive. Like, man, you got to have some confidence in the play calling. Look, play calling suck. When we had Jim Mara and Bobby A. Ben, the Dawn Patrol, we thought we had a dynasty in the making. Boy, were we wrong. Should have been. Should have been. Should have been. But it wasn't. I mean, what you had, Don Capers as your uh, defensive coordinator, along with uh, Jim Mora, who was a defensive-minded coach. Man, a lot of them, lot of them guys be too arrogant, man. They got to go out there and try to find the right guy. Yes, old Saints fan, remember the blackouts? That Saints, uh, the Saints were so bad. Look, I tell people all the time, and for some of you that are new, the New Orleans Saints are the reason I got into broadcasting. I'm serious. You cannot watch Saints games in New Orleans. My grandfather, who's a pastor, we used to go to church every Sunday, Sunday school, all that stuff. We used to get home like around 1.30, 2 o'clock, middle, probably depends on how quick church go. We used to get home around the second half or something like that. And you had to listen to the Saints on the radio. Jim Henderson, great Jim Henderson, late, great Hokie Guy John. You know, you used to listen to those guys. Buddy D, Buddy Delverto, may he rest in peace. That was, you know what I'm saying? That, that's how you knew what was going on with the Saints. And in the process, I mean, I made a career out of it, so I can't get too mad about it. But, hey, they were terrible. They were terrible, man. Some of y'all, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like telling an old folk tale, but I'm telling you. Y'all think it's bad now because they won in three, but this team, like, honestly, the way people are complaining about this team far as like, man, like, man, look, baby, look where we at right now. It's laughable in comparison. So where they were back then. Uh, TJ, I'm flying uh, down home to NOLA from Philly to spend time with the family uh, and go to my first home game in uh, eight years. I'll be happy to uh, be in that number. Uh, but, dang, I hope we do something before halftime. I apologize for that. My boy is clearly upset. Hold on one second. All right, sorry about that, folks. Uh, anybody that has a three-year-old kid, you already know. 
temper tantrums do flare up and he's very upset apparently he wants some goldfish crackers <laughs> and he's not very happy about that but i'm about to go ahead and wrap it up folks because uh i'm a father first so i want to say thank you all for checking out the state of the saints podcast uh be sure to subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast facebook.com search <laughs> search the state of the saints podcast Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?